Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience Podcast. I'm Brian Jackson, and co-host Chris Hughesby's on the show. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for having me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me as well, Chris. Uh, this is yep. fun. Every week we have uh, someone very exciting and unique on the podcast, and um, this one's going to blow you guys away. I'm re- really excited about this one. Yeah, it is nice to have this guy on, uh, Greg. Uh, one of the hotter names right now this week because of everything going on in our kicker world and industry, and so... Uh, off to a hot start, so we just want to thank you, Greg, for being on the podcast. Greg Joseph, thank you. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. So, fresh off of your first NFL start in a regular season game, uh, it looked exciting on TV. Uh, it was pretty cool watching you put those those kicks through the post and some pretty decent kickoffs. Uh, let's just start off with that. Let's talk about uh, Let's talk about the game the other night. How was it? It was, you know, so I've played in college in some loud games. You know, we played against Bama and Nebraska, um, you know, some loud schools, but that, that blew all of them out the water, you know, from, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen some of the videos that, you know, they were going wild, you know, after every kick and warm-up to, you know, during the game, uh, you know, after I made some of my kicks, the crowd was absolutely amazing, so that was cool. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was cool to get that first one out of the way, and it was an awesome experience, you know, I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, it was a home game for, for the first time, and uh, I'm glad, more importantly, that we can get the team a win. That's great. So what has the last few days been like since the win? Um, you know, you're probably an, uh, an Ohio star already, you know, and uh, obviously you helped the team win first game in the last two years. What's it been like for you and some of the attention you might be getting? Um, to be honest, I haven't even... I'm back here now, but I had to go home, so I flew home with my, you know, my mom and two brothers were able to come over for the game. I flew home, honestly, to, uh, you know, go situate and get a bunch of stuff up here and uh, and all that stuff, so I wasn't even here for the weekend, but uh, I've heard, you know, it was a lot of fun and, you know, going out was fun and all that, so uh, I'm just happy that, you know, people have been waiting for this win for a good amount of time, finally got to, you know, see a, see a Browns win and, uh, you know, first of many this year. Right, yeah. I mean, there were so many exciting things that happened in that game. Um, I'm just sure that the fans are excited about getting the you know the field goals to go through. And obviously, all of us in, in the kicking fraternity wish each other well, and we don't want to wish bad things for one another. But um, let's face it, you had to you know you had to get the job done uh, first and foremost by going and, and and making the team and making the cut uh, with us with the tryout, which we'd like to talk about the tryout. But just real quick. Just want to talk about that first kick, that 45-yarder, because uh, just even with my experience kicking field goals uh, in the arena, in the arena world, and and at the Ball State level at college, you know, I, I've had a couple of knucklers, the ones that kind of go left to right, where maybe we just got into the the middle of the ball a little too much or whatnot. But I kind of wanted to get your opinion because obviously you were there on the field. We don't know the weather conditions. Uh, talk about that 45-yarder. Yeah, um, got out there a bit later than I wanted to. Um, you know, so. 
you know, usually I'm, I try to be just a man of routine and go through every, you know, make every kick the same. Um, got out there a, l- a little bit later than I wanted to, but, you know, just had to adapt and obviously didn't hit it as sweet as I want. But, uh, you know, that's part of the reason I worked hard is so the, uh, you know, the bottom line is still good enough, if that makes sense, you know. So uh, it was windy and obviously it showed a bit on that kick, but, uh, you know, I, that's, uh, that's not a ball I aim, you know, towards hitting. But, you know, at the end of the day, three points is three points and I'm, you know, I'm going to hang my head high on that one. Absolutely, no doubt. I mean, I think any of us would. Uh, was Was there any kind of um, headwind or crossing wind on that kick? It was. It was um, a look. So I'm not sure in the direction on it quite yet, but uh, yeah, you thought it was obviously left to right, and then a little bit um, at my back. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you kicked the crap out of it. I mean, it had plenty of distance on it, and, and the announcers were praising on how strong of a leg you had, and uh, and it just seemed like. It just seemed like the more the game went on, the more confident you showed. And uh, not saying you weren't confident before, just you looked more comfortable and more relaxed, even with your kickoffs towards the end of the game. Uh, I just thought, just from a, I guess, a fans' view and even just a, a kicking coach view, you just looked. Uh, you know, it was a great first game, man. And congrats. Thank you. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, um, it's always good to get that first one out of the way. You know, and then. And your confidence starts building, and uh, you know it's just—I think that's pretty natural. So I'm glad to get that first one out of the way. But uh, you know, I'd rather miss a whole bunch in the row and have the team win. You know, so either way, I'm just happy both were able to, you know, go in the same direction. But uh, yeah, definitely confidence builds throughout the game as it should, and uh, you know, I got a better feel for stadium and you know all the surroundings as the game went on, and uh, you know, looking forward to carrying that momentum. Uh, obviously confident after the game's done going into the game you know when did you start feeling just a little bit more comfortable you know from a fan's perspective were there nerves on that first swing and um, obviously a little bit of pressure knowing that you were coming in to replace a guy who got cut for missing like when did things kind of settle in for you at, during the game no um, I didn't you know I don't I don't look at it as pressure because I believe you know I think pressure is a, an external factor that only gets you if you let it become internal so you know um, I, I wouldn't say pressure was the thing it was more just you know maybe a bit of jitters excitement you know definitely excitement but uh you know I, I felt pretty calm um and you know I felt like I, I remember everything and you know I remember consciously what I was doing and stuck to stuck to the script of what I wanted to do you know pre and post kick so um you know and obviously that first kickoff wasn't wasn't my best either and you know, that was the weird thing. I felt I was calm and confident on that, but rolled the punches, and that's an important thing, too. You know, not everything's going to go on your way, but you move on and make your next kick your best six. Yeah, great advice. Uh, what's it like having Colquitt hold for you? I mean, obviously, you probably only know each other for a few days, but uh, he's a he's one of the veterans in the league. What was that like? No, so it's very cool. I was actually going to, you know, mention that. Uh, those guys, you know, Charlie's the snapper, and then Colquitt, is the, the holder. Um, they did a great job of grounding me. You know, they're both kind of, they've both been around a while. They both kind of gave me a heads up what to expect and, you know, they helped me work on things and we'll, I'm sure we'll help me work on things. So, you know, they just show me different perspectives, which I think is very important to understand. And, uh, you know, all in all, they're awesome. You know, they're, they're fun guys and, you know, they're a bit of jokesters. So it's cool to just, they take the tension out of everything, you know, and I'm a, I'm a guy that, you know, I like, 
and being loose and being myself. So uh, they definitely helped me do that. And uh, you know, so it was awesome, and they're awesome, and you know, I have nothing nothing bad to say about them at all. Sure. Well, good. Well, I'm sure it's going to make that transition for the rest of the year. Good for you. Uh, one thing I'm curious about for you, Greg, is you know you were you were released by the Dolphins preseason uh, September 1st, so there was about a almost like a two week kind of period between then and the Browns. Uh, I'm curious to know what it was like for you a few days leading up to the Browns situation and, and what you did in that 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 downtime, and then obviously when you see these kind of the two headliner kickers have kind of you know bad games, did you ever think in your mind, you know maybe I get a call to uh, to go try out? Um, yeah, of course, uh, you know, the optimist in people always wants to think that, but I kind of pride myself on staying, staying somewhere in the middle, you know, never get too high, never get too low, you know, um, an example of that, you know, for the young guys, basically, if you, if you miss a couple in a row, you don't get too low on yourself, you get another opportunity, if you make five in a row, you know, you don't get overconfident and get too high on yourself because you'll be humbled real quick, you know, so, uh, um, you know, I was just, I was relaxing, I stayed on the same routine that I had in Miami, you know, which is a routine I enjoy, which I'm carrying over here, you know, um, something always works for everyone, you know, so I believe I've found something that works for me right now, and, uh, you know, so I just stayed on the routine, and the main thing is staying ready, because, you know, I'll never, isn't like you said, the small kicking community, and I'll never wish bad upon anyone, you know, I've gotten to know a whole bunch of them, and a lot of them are good guys, you know, guys that you've been in touch with, you know, I knew, I met Zane sometime last year, you know, and an awesome guy. I would never wish that upon him, but at the same time, you got to be ready for your opportunity and, you know, take it when, when it comes and, you know, it's on your doorstep. Absolutely. So, walk us through uh, the tryout. Uh, maybe just just give us some specifics, like how many guys were there, and maybe what kind of workout you guys were put through, and then maybe when, when you were notified that you, you that you got the job. Yeah, so, um, we flew in on the, on the Sunday of the game, the Pittsburgh game, and then it was myself, Cairo Santos, Giorgio Tavecchio, and Blair Walsh, and wow. uh, yeah, coach coach put us through uh, seven. You know, we he let us each throw warm up, so I stuck to my routine. Um, and then he put us through seven field goals, and then we went to kickoffs, and I think we did three each way, um, and. You know, then kind of broke. We all it was a it was a light environment. You know, because we all either knew each other, we're getting to know each other, and um, you know. So then after the workout, we showered off, went and ate, and then it was that, at that point where you know I got called aside, and you know I started calling different people aside because there are other players trying out too, as far as other positions. And uh, you know, then I was notified that you know they were going to sign me, which was an awesome moment. You know, so when I went, called my family. You know, it was kind of a surreal moment and yeah no doubt i mean those are some some high caliber names uh we we know tavecchio and uh man just that's awesome do you mind sharing the numbers of your kicks like what distances they put you through and then also uh do you remember or recall the distances and or hang that you had on your six kickoffs um yeah so i'll try to walk you through it um i'm not sure on all the yards um you know, I just know we started in a PAT, and then, you know, we basically went where coach told us to go. We alternated hashes, and then I ended at 56 right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then after that, he put us through, like, two hurry-ups with the stick. So, um, you know, so I'm, I'm not sure in the yardage of those, but I just know it, the farthest one I hit was a 56. Mm-hmm. And then um, kickoff, uh, I, 
I, he didn't share the hangs with us for the most part. But, uh, you know, I felt like I hit him well. Um, the deep balls, we hit, the first one was a deep ball. You know, I, I believe I had touchbacks on those. And then the other, you know, it was like a deep ball and then a mortar right, mortar left. And, you know, I think my hangs were up there 4-1. You know, four ones, four twos, four threes, got him to the ball pretty well and played him where I wanted to for the most part. And, uh, and yeah, that was, that was basically the workout. So, we're, like, after you get done working out and before you find out, like, are you thinking in your head, obviously you said you're a pretty, you know, happy medium guy, you don't want to get too high, too low, like, but did you feel like, man, I feel like I crushed that workout, like, I feel like I did better than those guys, or did you feel like, man, I don't know what they're going to do, we all did great, like, Kind of talk us through that part. Yeah, so I mean, it was. Um, I had met Tyro before, so I knew him, and I had, I play, actually played against Georgie on preseason. So I, I was talking to him, you know. Um, we were all, you know, all four of us sat at the same table when we were eating, so we're all just talking, you know, um, getting to know each other better, and you know, just sharing experiences or whatever. Um, I so to be honest, I my competitive mindset is I don't really watch you know, what the other guys are doing. I did that through preseason and, you know, it's something I enjoy doing when I have competition. So, um, so, you know, I just know I'm, I'm, you know, sure they did well and, you know, everyone seemed pretty confident. So I was just, all I know is I did well, you know, and I was confident in myself. So I didn't know which way I was going to go. I, I knew it would be tough for, you know, the Browns to go in a rookie's way, you know, after, especially after releasing a young kicker and, you know, those guys are all obviously older and have years under their belt, but, uh, in what I put out there, the film I put out there, and how I performed in front of them. Um, you know, so, but, but uh, none of us were talking, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens. We were just all, you know, being friends. At the end of the day, we're humans, and, you know, we were just talking. It was, you know, uh, it was a good lunch conversation. They're all nice guys. We all exchanged some information, you know, because we'll end up training here, together here or there. Um, you know, Blair and I are from the same area, and Cairo's a couple hours away, so I'm sure we'd work something out as far as training and all that. Uh, so, yeah, it was nothing, nothing crazy. It wasn't like tension or, um, you know, we weren't just all waiting for it. We're all just being ourselves, you know, eating. And then they came and got us before we knew it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the nice thing about that is that's kind of what we preach in the kicking world as well. You know, even at camps, you know, kickers supporting other kickers. And you just got to shine when the eyes are on you. And sometimes you just got to be in the right spot at the right time. So it's cool to see that at the pro level is, Y'all kind of support each other, even though y'all want that same goal in the end. Um, curious, yeah, who got absolutely. the first call? Once you found out they were going to sign you, who got the first call? So you could share the news. Um, well, my agent was calling me at the time because they were in contact with him as well, but my mom. She was, uh, she was actually on a plane ride at the time, so I waited, um, you know, so to kind of share the news until landed and then you know my grandpa and then it spread quickly throughout and uh you know i just made sure my family you know how the news probably got a hold of it before but uh definitely try to share it to my family first because uh that's that's what's most important to me so at that point like once the once it hits the news does like does your phone just start blowing up from like friends from college friends from you know even your native country like just randomly like are you just getting blown up on social media by people maybe you haven't heard of in, like, a year or whatever? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely a lot of people reached out, and I let, you know, I took my time to let each and everyone know, you know, I appreciated it, and, uh, you know, I appreciate the nice thoughts, because at the end of the day, they want what's best for you, you know, so, uh, 
you know, I'm just happy I didn't get a whole bunch of people reaching out to say, hey, let me get tickets. You know, they were all just saying, hey, congratulations, we're happy for you. You know, which is an awesome feeling because it's, uh, it's always good when you have people like that on your side because they'll be with you through the ups and downs. And, you know, there's definitely going to be a lot of those in the career. So you just got to, you know, stick through it. And that's what you hold back on in the hard times is, you know, your family and friends and support system. <laughs> that's great. So, Greg, you're, you know, I don't know if any of the, the listeners out there or, or people that are getting to know you a little bit more, you know, as you start playing, you know, you're from South Africa. So tell us, how how'd you get into football kicking or American football kicking? So I was a soccer player, you know, played my whole life, played at a pretty high level, um, love it. You know, the only team on the face of the earth that I support is Manchester United, you know, that, like, that I watch every game and, you know, grew up loving and stuff. Uh, and uh, so I was a soccer player. The football coach saw me, you know, uh, and they needed a kicker. And, you know, our high school team was pretty good, you know, pretty prestigious. So if you're on the football team, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the cool thing to do in high school and whatever. So he came out and asked me if I'd like to try it. And, you know, um, I can kick the ball far, but it doesn't mean that it was accurate or pretty or anything like that. But, um, you know, I'm competitive and, you know, got into it. And we actually won space, I believe, that year. So, you know, it was fun and winning fun. And it was a great experience. But then I decided to work at it and um, got in touch with the coach and kept working at it, you know, until I finally got uh, opportunity for college and doors just kind of started opening from that point and I realized you know football would probably be the better decision than uh, to go to college for soccer because that's what I thought I was going to do initially. Nice. So uh, who did you you know as you got into kicking and it kind of seemed interesting I mean we see that Brandon I see that quite a bit with you know the young high school kickers that we start training they're soccer guys and then there seems to be this like aha moment when when, when kids almost like just love kicking over soccer, when did you have that aha moment? And I guess did you have any like kickers you looked up to as you were getting into the into the groove of being a, a, a football kicker? Um. So I guess my aha moment was when I got offered my first scholarship. I was like, wow, you know, like I've been playing soccer all these years, and I had some scholarship offers, but the smaller schools and you know the one the D one schools weren't full. So when I got my full, you know, my first full scholarship offer, I was like, wow, you know, this could really pay off and, um, you know, now put the burden on my parents of having to pay for college, you know. Um, so when I realized it could really happen, you know, I could make something out of it. But uh, I guess a pretty cool story is also, which I was talking to Cairo about, and it was his first story of this kind, was um, I, so the Lou Groza, my senior year of high school, the, uh, the Lou Groza guys were, Dustin Hopkins, Cairo Santos, and Caleb Sturgis, and I went out to a local high school where they were, you know, they were teaching a little kicking clinic, that's and right. Cairo was like, wow, you know, that's a, that's like the first story I've heard that a guy was in high school, you know, now he's in the league with me, so it was pretty cool to hear from Cairo, Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, so then I was like, wow, you know, these guys are making it, you know, and just watching them and trying to learn from them, and, you know, as the years have gone on, I've noticed, you know, who my kicking style is the most like, and who I've tried to learn from, and I'll try to take things from because you know I'm a I'm a taller kicker you know not all of them there's a couple over six foot you know but uh you know then there's some big guys so mm-hmm. you have to see who you're with and definitely pick and choose and see what you like and from you know different different kickers. Absolutely, I mean in in your high school uh, season you you went 11 for 14 on field goals and man 60 touchbacks that's a, that's a lot of touchbacks in one season. Uh, 
that's that's pretty impressive. So once once you got to college, FAU, uh, I mean, wow, you you had you have quite the career here. Um, one question we like to ask uh, every specialist on here is uh, what their favorite three to five stadiums they've played in and, and at the college level. Um, and, and obviously, we'd love to have you back on here on the podcast after the season ends, and then you can tell us your top five NFL stadiums. But for now, uh, it's probably the Browns <laughs> and, and probably yeah. where you played yep. at with the Dolphins in preseason. But maybe talk to us about three to five stadiums that you loved playing at in, in college or you just had a great time. So the first one that comes to mind is um, Wisconsin. We played there my senior year, and the atmosphere was you know second to none. Um, also played at Nebraska, which they have, like, at that point, I think it was their 376th straight sellout, you know, so they sold out wow. 70s or whatever, and it was, that was my second game ever, you know, so I was young, wide-eyed, um, <laughs> pretty nervous, um, uh, so, but that was an awesome experience. Played at Bama, um, so, you know, that's just a cool experience, and then, you know, you play those school rivalries, the ones at our stadium versus FIU, or you know, the ones that just mean more of those conference games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see the big stadiums and, you know, power five schools, but those ones that get close to home are definitely more important to me, and, you know, they they bring something out of you that big games like that don't. Very cool. What were, uh, what were some things, either personally or team-wise, you're most proud of, you know, from playing at, at uh, FAU? Um, you know, I, I commend, uh, you know, our old coach, Coach Karchers on this. He brought the locker room together like no other. You know, um, every single one of those guys, you know, I can't say keep in touch with because that'd be a lie, but, you know, every single one of those guys, you know, we're, we're connected to life. You know, we'll always have someone to fall back on or talk to. I stay in touch with a bunch of them. Uh, you know, I had an absolute blast there. It's a, you know, awesome school with, you know, an awesome support staff for the whole football program. Um, not to mention, you know, it's, about a mile from the beach, so uh, can't beat that because uh, I'm a big beach guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, so Greg, I have one more question for you, and then Chris may have one or two more. Um, yeah. You know, every for the most part, every kicker that, that's at your level, they've they've done the college ranks. They're at the pro level, uh, whether it be NFL, the highest CFL arena, etc. Um, they they kind of have two or three things they like to do in their skill set with training, whether it be yoga or, or hardcore lifting or, um, you know, hip mobility, et cetera. Is there, any, is there one or two things that you really like to focus on for you personally being a, a taller, a bigger-framed kicker? Um, yes, but I wouldn't really attribute it to my frame. I just think it's something that I like and, you know, I'm able to – I like being in the weight room. You know, I enjoy lifting. Um, but my thing is I don't get under a whole bunch of weight. You know, I did that in college and whatever, and, you know, it did get me stronger, and I think it did make a difference in my life strength at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, now, you know, I like doing, I'll, I'll do explosive workouts, you know, like, um, you know, things that have to connect to kicking and movements of kicking, you know, with added weight or resistance and just be explosive, you know, to teach those muscles to be explosive. And also, um, you know, like, I do a lot of exercise in the pool, you know, with that added resistance of water. You know, and also you feel great in the pool because uh, there's no gravity beating down on you or anything to, you know, hurt your joints or anything of sorts. So, uh, you know, a lot of explosive movements in the pool that, you know, movements we do in warm-ups and 
you know, exercise that you wouldn't even think of, but just that added resistance to the pool. I love the feeling of it, and I believe it helps me, you know, become more explosive, and, you know, that translates into power. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, Greg, the last questions I got, kind of a two-part question, um, just going back to the recruiting process, because we always like to share with our audience, you know, and, and let them know that everybody's path to getting to college or the pros is always different. Um, two-part question. First was, um, did you sign by signing day, or did you wait it out to see how things shook out? And then my other part is, uh, as you were developing as a kicker, what, what sort of helped you get your name out there the most? Was it just your grind, your kicking coach, or did you do the the, plat- the evaluation platform route? What what uh, what kind of worked out for you in your path? Yeah, so um, I did sign on signing day as a walk-on. Um, yeah, I think my name was out there a little bit just because I received some some scholarship offers from you know the, the um, school that was in the same conference as FAU. Um, you know, so and obviously I was a local guy for them, but. Um, so I was signed, but um, I know a bunch of people that weren't signed by then. You know, that have obviously gone on to be successful. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as how I got my name out there, I, there was one night I remember I was sitting at my parents' house, and, uh, you know, I finally finished my highlight film. And I went through every single college I could think of that I wanted to play for. Mm-hmm. And I went on their line, went online, got the head coach's email, the special teams email, and any special teams assistant. And, you know, I, with everything, I'd write a small excerpt, um, you know, hey, my name is Greg Joseph. I go to this school, you know, my GPA is this, uh, you know, I believe I'd be a great addition to your you know, football program. Um, you know, here's my highlight tape. And I did that over 80 times, you know, just as 80 separate, you know, 80 separate coaches or, you know, whatever the final number may have been. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely one night. I, one night I remember doing that, but I have to credit, uh, you know, my coach, his name is Tony Bajay out of West Palm. Um, you know, he's, uh, he helped me an immense amount. You know, so he's a great coach, but a better guy in the sense that, you know, he did whatever it takes to get your name out there to help you, uh, you know, to help you succeed because, uh, you know, he sees stuff other, other guys don't. And I've sent a whole bunch of young guys his way because he's really good at, you know, helping young guys, uh, in that area. You know, just kind of making, he makes it fun, which is why people keep coming back and you get better while you're having fun, you know, so. I like that atmosphere, so I go back and help him whenever I can because I feel like I owe that much to him. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, one thing that can never be overlooked is, you know, hard work. I was, uh, you know, I try to push myself to go do things that others wouldn't do because I know I wanted to do stuff they couldn't do. Um, you know, and so, you know, like after college, whenever we got after a game or whenever we got back for a trip, you know, I'd go going for a little workout, you know, nothing crazy, nothing to crush the body or anything, but, you know, it's just a mindset that, you know, I'm getting the work in while other people aren't, you know, because, uh, you know, there's going to be a time where they're going to try to do something I'm doing, you know, and they won't be able to. So, you know, it's just a, it's different, it's a different mindset, um, and it all just comes from, you know, hard work, and nothing, nothing trumps that in my book. No doubt, and, uh, yeah, your kicking coach definitely deserves that. I mean, I think any of us that have trainees that we've privately trained for a long time, you know, we... Would, would hope that they would, you know, say things that you said about your kicking coach, so that's awesome. Um, hey, Greg, man, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us on a Monday night. We know you have a big game uh, coming up soon in Oakland, so uh, obviously you need your rest, and we wish you the best of luck this season. No, I appreciate that uh, immensely. You know, I enjoyed my time with you guys and uh, definitely look forward to seeing the future. Thanks for featuring me, and, uh, you know, I'm uh, 
I like make myself accessible to, you know, some of these, uh, you know, these young guys that just enjoy giving them mindset advice or whatever it may be. So, uh, you know, if you want, feel free to throw any of my social media handles out there, you know, because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's about them. And, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's something I pride myself on is helping others. Yeah, for sure, Greg, we will. Um, you know, we'll uh, make sure we tag you on Twitter and, and Instagram and encourage people to reach out if they have questions because you're, you're freshly out of college pretty much, you know, and so uh, it's a good opportunity for the next generation to learn from you and as well. And it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Obviously, the Browns have been in the news for years, and, and we're excited to see. It looks like the Browns have all the pieces in place to have a good year, so uh, it'll be fun to follow you as, as the season goes along. So good luck. Absolutely. I appreciate that, you know, and uh, looking forward to having an awesome year, you know, put together with, you know, start stacking wins, and there's a lot of great guys in that locker room from what I've seen so far, and, uh, you know, just always keep moving forward. Awesome, Greg. All right, man, we'll get some rest. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Yep. Will do. Good luck. Thank you. Later. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys have a good night as well. Wow, just uh, down-to-earth, awesome young man, uh, Greg Joseph. I really hope he does well and uh, he has a great season, Chris. Yeah, me too. Uh, really fun to get to know him, you know, um, when you heard um, that the Browns are bringing in kickers. You obviously heard about a lot of the big names that were out there that have been around. And uh, the fact that he wasn't able to go in and secure the job, that's pretty sweet. And then, of course, have a uh, have a great first game. That's great for him. So. Well, yeah, and that tryout, Chris, what do you say, Blair Walsh, Georgia, Tavecchio, and Cairo Santos, like three guys, a lot of experience. three three guys that have played in the league, and they're still young. I mean, still, I mean, fair, fairly young guys that have plenty of juice. Uh, so you know, Greg uh, really must have shown well in the preseason. I didn't get to see any of his games in the preseason, but um, it was really cool to hear how thirteen kicks. You know, it sounds like seven kicks for field goals and six kickoffs. You know, 13 kicks decide whether you're going to be playing for an NFL team or not when you go to these workouts. And four kickers, you know, we've heard some of these workouts get nine kickers, 12 kickers, six kickers, you know. Four kickers is what it took, and uh, Greg got the nod, and, and uh, you know, he was money He was money on his first game. So Yeah. Well, it just goes to show, and, and just things that you and I like to emphasize at camps and lessons is – you might get three kicks to show your stuff, you know, and whether it's an evaluation camp or you're going out to a college-run college, college run camp. You know, I've been a part of running camps where kickers got three kickoffs, and that's all you had. That's all you got to showcase your stuff. And, and you know, you see it at the biggest level that you just got to be on when your number's called. Exactly. Well, guys, uh, we really appreciate you tuning in and hearing, uh, man, one of our top episodes of the second season, um, new Browns kicker. Greg Joseph, wish him the best. Hope you guys stay in touch with us. Uh, connect with us on social media, the Fourth Down Experience on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have some special guests lined up. Hope you guys love it. Yeah, guys. Uh, thanks again for following us. Um, we are just to kind of give you an early announcement. We are about 600 listens away from 10,000 listens in under a year. So we're pretty stoked about that. Um, so just want to thank you guys for your continued support, listening to the, listening to the podcast and, um, you know, giving us feedback too on, on who you want to hear from and, and what you think on everything. So, uh, 
you know, please share these next few podcasts. Yep, 10,000 listens coming up. Thanks, guys. Talk to you yep. soon. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.